You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. Yeah! What the fuck is this? That's the one. Yeah! Everyone's watching. The sports as they are played. Many a wager into. That's gonna be three and zero for me this week, baby. Vegas Paul. Everyone's hoping the team will win tonight. When will our trash teams get it right? Get it right. The Crimson Bears and record a new sportscast. Yeah. What the hell else do we have to do? DJ and TM drunk on the big sportscast. I'm drunk. Yeah. We're gonna talk some shit and you can too. Just dial 708-316-8822. Get your take heard on the show. Let's smash some beers and go! Yes! Welcome, everybody, to the Binge Media Binge Sportscast. Yep! I am PJ, and as always, the maestro of the show, TM. TM, what's going on, man? What up, sir? That's right. For the remainder of our days, I'd like to be referred to as the maestro. I love it. I love it. Man, let me say real quick. The uh, pass interference call they just called offensively on the Raiders in this game sums up something we got to get into later about the officiating this weekend. But just putting that in the ether. We'll get into that a little later. But, man, add that to the list of some pretty bogus-ass calls I've seen. But besides that, I'm thrilled it's back. Very happy to be here. Week one roundup show, recap show. Um, we got You went to the game that we'll talk a lot about. Absolutely. And my team won a big game. I, I'll t- explain the bet I won against uh, our own network, Jack Falvey. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just real pumped. Real pumped to get back to what we do this for, and that's NFL football, baby. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and we, uh, we've we been leading up to this moment, and we've had our pre the last couple of weeks. If you haven't heard, go back and listen to our uh, you know preview shows over the last couple of weeks. NFC, AFC, and what's funny or is... Or don't. Oh, yeah, yeah because, don't. Uh, we both picked the Packers, <laughs> and uh, I was oh. very drunk. <laughs> I, listen, to I, to the I, NFC. I do have uh, something to say about that and, and that pick, so we'll, we'll definitely get into that. But it is funny how much can change over a matter of 10 days and one week, uh, as they call overreaction week one. That's right. Uh, We'll talk about that quite a bit because I do have some questions about uh, some of your favorite household teams, TM, and some of uh, our our fans, our listeners' favorite NFL team. Yes, uh, the Buffalo oh Bills. So I did not because you know going to games. So we went to you know the opener here in Detroit, and. The worst part about going to see games is you get very, very little information on what's happening around the league. You get highlights of two plays and fantasy highlights, and that's it. And so 
as games are going on, it's it's really tough to track outside of the score how games are actually going. So I have a lot of questions for you, a lot of questions for our listeners, um, but I did make it back to all the late games and have a lot to say about those. So nice. uh, other than that, we've been off for a couple weeks, um, had a nice holiday weekend. College football started up last weekend, TM. We hadn't gotten to start or hadn't talked about college football much. Uh, we saw the Ohio State Buckeyes really struggle last week, and that uh, turned into what we got this week. And we had the Wolverines play a little bit, and some other uh, not-so-great things happened to some local teams that we'll also get into but other than that, Tim, anything else been going on? You guys, you guys hanging in there, just ready to get into the NFL season? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, we've got. I mean, for me personally, it's you know at New England week one, and then it's my Buffalo in Miami week two. So the wife and I have our big showdown weekend right off the bat week two here. Um, she wa- I, I splurged this year. And got the Sunday ticket because Ooh. my my think yeah my thinking here is two out of market teams in the household, and my parents like to come over a lot on Sundays. My dad's a Dolphin fan, and it's just what happened was when they the New York market CBS market chose the Browns at Chiefs over Dolphins at Patriots, which I do understand, but. To me, I was kind of like, oh, I'll probably get this game. It's the Jets market. And no. clearly that was not the smartest of thinking. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. I didn't get that game. So I was like, you know what? I've been doing all these illegal streams and refreshing and deleting the chat and refreshing and, yeah. you know, I mean, watching it's... it on my laptop and trying to do Chromecast and this is fuzzy and this is delayed and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it this year. And uh, so we did it, and this is the first thing I learned is you can only put it on one screen at a time. So (laughs) Carrie's in the kitchen making (laughs) buffalo wings, and she's got the baby tablet, the baby's tablet watching the Bills game. So I'm sitting in the living room, and I'm watching friggin' Carolina Jets and Eagles Falcons, and I'm like, this is the worst 1 o'clock ever. (laughs) I got to get to 4.30. So 4.30 became my time. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny as you say that, you know, you, you splurge on shit like that. And it's like any streaming, so anything that you do, really, you know. And then we always say, oh, man, it was like, you know, 200, 300 bucks for the year. And then I'm like, how much did we spend on three drinks last night at the bar? Correct. You know, it's like a whole season of NFL or literally a night out, you know, for dinner and drinks. And you're like, okay, I guess I can. Oh, yeah. Or. Or this is kind of the way I said it, very similar, but still, it's like, okay, how many week, how many Sundays this season are we going to be like, uh, we got to go watch this slate of games, get a babysitter, and go to the bar and spend two hundred dollars? So, yeah, sure. well, there's half the package right there. So let's sure. just get pay fifty bucks a week for our teams and sit here, especially yeah, with both of our own you, home, with both you guys having out of market um, you know, implications or or just. Exactly. Desires. It's that, and it's also with the two in-market teams, with the Giants and the oh, Jets. You always get one or the we other, get, right? Right, and we, we that, and we always get the shaft. That, like, so if they both play at one, we might only get one game at four. Oh, right. So there's a lot. Right. Yeah, it's it's a local TV kills you here. So we, you know, 
I, I've justified it. I'm, I've moved on. Good. Yes. Good. <laughs> I'm excited. Now, not to... <clears throat> we'll and I got to watch the end of your game. I che- I got to check into that. There you that go. Didn't, there I got you go. to it earlier than other people did. Yeah, that was and that was not uh, not really as awesome as I think it may have looked. But we'll get into no, that. I was later. pissed. Yeah, we'll get into that shit later. Uh, but um, I was gonna say. I mean, just so we don't have to hash into it later, we uh, we've got season tickets to the Lions, and so my brother decided to get rid of his tickets. But I took my son, and we were a little hesitant because obviously he's not vaccinated. Detroit playing in an indoor stadium. I'm like, oh, you know, I think most people, you know, you know, masks and all this shit. Get there. There's not a fucking mask in sight, dude. Not <laughs> a single one. Like you would have thought that it was 2019. I had some guy fucking yeah. yell at me, going leave in the bathroom. Says, and I was so my son, 10, can't be vaccinated, wearing a mask. So I just wear it with him, right? So he doesn't feel out of place. I'm sure. vaccinated, whatever. And he, I don't even know if I'd wear it or not. Anyway. This guy, I'm leaving the bathroom. He's like, masks don't work, asshole. I'm like, what? Like, first off, I'm sure you're not a doctor. Second off, why do you feel it necessary to yell at me because I'm fucking wearing a mask? It fucking affects you. Third off, fuck that guy. Yeah, that was going to say. <laughs> that should have been number one. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, what a it dick. was. Oh, my God. I know. I, yeah, and my fucking 10-year-old son's standing next to me. Like, I know. Oh, my God. This is – and I tell you, man, I have never – so I've taken my son to preseason games, and I've taken him to, like, late-season shitty Lions games, right? I mean, that happens quite a bit. This was, like, hardcore, full-on opening day, and I tell you, man, it's not a place for (laughs) 10-year-olds. Like – and and he's fine, you know, it's it's more like the language and just walking through downtown and just, I mean, there's fucking bums on the street, there's people peddling shit, there's weed stench, all, like, I'm just like, I'm introducing him to every single thing that is great and terrible about game days in any of these NFL cities. Like, how do you explain all this shit? It was... It was crazy. It's more than that. It's more than that. You're introducing him to America and you're, and adults and <laughs> the way that idiots behave. I went to two live concerts last over the last week, and both um, both at bands that I saw brought on an older crowd. And I'm telling you, people are embarrassing. They That's... just it's it's alcohol and it's just people that don't get out or people that. Haven't been out in a year and a half, which I think has got a lot to do with it. But still, oh my god, people are just nuts, man. You're right, nuts. and that's exactly what it is. It's it's the NFL fans. It's and and yeah, you're it's just people. It's just people. People it's suck. Listen to Wake and Bake with Bob Ross. <laughs> I say it all the time. They're the worst. Listen to listen to Pete on the binge cast talk about people in movie theaters. I mean, you can't get away from people. Oh. Yeah, and we had we had one of those experiences two weeks ago, but that's that's not for this show. <laughs> uh, so anyway. anyway, so then so then we're we're sitting in the stadium and we get this whole nine eleven tribute, and we're then then the anthem comes on, and my son's like, "What happened? What happened twenty years ago?" And I'm like, "You guys, you don't know this yet." Like I'm like thinking, you know, he's in fourth grade, like he doesn't. And so then like the car, we had to, I had to explain that whole thing to him, like. 
And that's a whole nother thing. How do you explain 9-11 to a 10-year-old? <laughs> anyway. How are we explained Pearl Harbor? I don't know. No, I know. It's just, it was, just it, was, textbook, you know? it was quite the experience, TM. It was great. It was great. And kudos to him because he's the only reason why we were still at that stadium when the Lions almost made a miraculous comeback this week. So we'll get into that later. Uh, but yeah, that was my, uh, my Sunday experience and uh, very different from previous and past typical tailgate weekends for us at the stadium. Nice. Now, TM, did you catch before we before we dive into the MLB? I texted you this untold story that Law was talking about two weeks ago. I didn't get to it yet. Oh no. my god! All right, well, we'll talk about. That. If you guys have not watched this Netflix documentary, Untold, what is it? Crimes and Punishment, or whatever it is, uh, about the Danbury Trashers. It is. It is remarkable. It is quite the story and amazing that this is something that just flies under the radar that nobody knows and nobody hears about. And it makes yeah, this is, this is like, what is this, the third or fourth installment of the same, the same documentary series that we did the show on about uh, yeah, Malice of the Palace. Yeah. Malice of the Palace, yeah. So it's just, it's that series. Yeah, and exactly. It's just, you know, I equate it to, a, it's, it's just like a 30 for 30 that sometimes you get sucked into you would never think to watch it and then all of a sudden it's one of the most fascinating real life events that nobody's ever heard of so i, I would I can't uh, wait i would highly recommend it yeah, highly i can't wait it. with that uh, um are you ready so real you, quick before we get into um the mlb which we are actually also excited to talk about tonight um so we've got a new um podcast page on facebook it's um facebook.com slash binge sport the binge sportscast or at the binge sportscast um go check it out like us follow us we'll be posting shows there we're going to post um our picks on there as well sometimes we're going to do actual facebook live picks because we want to make our picks later in the week this season we're always picking like early in the week, Monday, Tuesday night, and uh, we want to try to pick a little later in the week once you get injury reports and all that stuff. And this is just me trying to act like I know what I'm doing when it comes to gambling when PJ beats <laughs> me every year anyway, and he get, doesn't put any thought into it whatsoever. But that being said, we'll do stuff with that. And um, other updates, you know, something pops on a Tuesday or Wednesday about sports, you might just jump on, one of us jumps on discusses it quick or writes you know an article on it or something just to uh keep a little current with the action and have a place for everybody to come find all our stuff like one spot where you can get everything you need to know from us so definitely check that out like i said it is the bench sportscast you'll see a picture of pj and i from a previous Lollapalooza. yep yes that is me with a winston mustache show don't be deterred. <laughs> that is who. That is me. <laughs> That's really what you uh, look like. <laughs> uh, in the morning, yes. And then uh, no, so yeah, that's awesome. Go. Yeah, Check absolutely. Yeah, like the page and uh, you know sign up for notifications because, like TM said, there's with us with us only doing a weekly show and very NFL heavy. There's always stuff that happens midweek that 
TM and I text about all current. the time. By the time right? we get to it, it's old news. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, yeah, we, we, uh, we text each other all the time and it should be something that we're talking about. And, and it'll be little clips, little, little things. And if, yeah, if we can get on and do a, a video chat between us, um, that's gives uh, an avenue for you guys to, uh, talk as well, you know, to, to throw in your opinions. And, um, as always though, don't be afraid to call us on our, uh, Google voice message system, uh, 708-316-8822. And we'll get to that later, uh, later in the show today. And also PJ to that point, there's actually a button on the page to just directly call us. So oh, if you shit. tried using it over the weekend, my bad, I had the wrong number on there. So PJ brought in the edit as his uh, admin should do. So he figured that up, figured that out for me there. But yeah. uh, I right, opened, so I opened the page too. and no, you fuck face. It's not that number. <laughs> Oopsie. Oops. Oopsie. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into uh, let's get into a little MLB, uh, something like that. I don't know. I'm looking for a sounder that we don't don't have. I don't think we have MLB sounder, but I'll tell you. How about this? Roll, one? roll, 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 roll. We're not going around the league. We're going to two locations. <laughs> we're going to Detroit, and we're going to New York. And really, we're going to one because we don't need to talk about Detroit. All right. Well, it's, I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're still paying attention to Major League Baseball in September. Uh, that says so much more to me than I think you even realize because I have also been still daily watching the Mets. And it's not even because I think – I mean, they're in it technically. But by no means am I sitting here taking in baseball like – getting super upset like I was maybe in July when they were losing a game that they should win, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm just like trying to see if this team shows some kind of life. And Lindor has just been on this incredible tear that is so unexpected. I mean, I already had given up on the guy. Oh, yeah. We well, yeah go listen to our him? shows from the last two weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we get the Subway Series this weekend with the Yankees. Now the Mets come in losing – so they went three and two against the Washington in a five-game series that wrap was a wraparound weekend series last weekend, and then they go down to Miami and lose two out of three. So, you know, it's just it can't get much worse coming out of Miami like that. And then the Yankees come in losing six, but they lost four. They got swept by the Toronto Blue Jays four straight, and it was brutal the whole week. And they had lost two out of three to Baltimore before that. That's their whole homestand. So they went. Uh, one and six against the two division opponents. So they come in to the to city field for that. So you got the 9-11 theme, but everybody's all down on both teams. And they play it. They The Mets win a game Friday night. And then Saturday, there's this huge 9-11 tribute. And then they just play this like bonkers back and forth insane game that the Mets end up blowing. And you had mentioned this to me in a text, so I'll talk about it now. There's the so Jonathan Villar had said something post game like they had a, the Yankees had a five run second inning against Taiwan Walker and a couple of the Mets, and I think it was Villar who had said it to the media. Uh, there was some whistling coming out of the Yankee dugout. So okay, they had so said, hold on, let me stop you real quick, DM, or let me okay. let me just take you back 
because you're talking at a thousand miles per hour and i don't know the 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 progression of the series so it was a three-game series friday through sunday right or four games. at yeah at the home Mets okay home. so friday so and saturday they did the tribute obviously the 9-11 tribute correct correct yes so what happened friday I'm just saying, so, you guys won, for, they won. Uh, uh, Mets won Friday. Okay, so Mets win Friday. Saturday, they do the Mets tribute. Mets win Friday 10-3. to 3. Okay. So yeah. Saturday, they do the tribute, and then who wins the Yankees game? Yankees have a three-run eighth. So they have a five-run second inning, and then the Mets are up 7-5, and the Yankees have a three-run eighth. And the Yankees win. And the Yankees win, yeah. Okay, so then that's when the comments come out from... Correct. Okay. Yeah. So, and I didn't hear much about it on Saturday. I was at one of those concerts Saturday night. I just checked the score and was like, ah, they lost. Fuck. And then Sunday night, they're on ESPN. Yep. And with the with the Rams, you know, taking it to um, Chicago, Chicago as expected. I'm finding myself watching more baseball, and that game goes back and forth. So what you have is. Lindor homering in a three-run homer in the bottom of the second inning. Then he homers again in the bottom of the sixth. And on his way around the bases, he gestures out to Stanton, Giancarlo Stanton, like a whole whistling thing. So was it Stanton that brought up the whistling on Saturday, you said, or was somebody else? No, that was a Met, Villar, Jonathan Jonathan Villar. So was it – okay, but – why did Lindor whistle to Stanton? Um, was there some comments from Stanton that came back and was said whistling? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I think I had that wrong. I think he was actually doing it to Glaber Torres at shortstop, who they're like buddies. I don't know. He okay. just turned around as he rounded sure. second and was just you know pontificating and putting whistle fingers up to his mouth and then like putting it on his ass. I don't know. You know, you know what the fuck he's saying? He's probably speaking in another language. But it was a very um, flamboyant, you know, he was very really, direct, right? I mean, it was very yeah, yeah, obvious yeah. and yeah. yes, in so their face. Stanton, yeah. yeah, so Stanton gets up in the bottom of the seventh or at the top of the seventh and hits a monster two run homer now. And this was for whatever reason, this was I don't know if it was a break in the, the Rams game or. Maybe it was halftime of the Rams game. I don't know, but I had turned on the game right at this point, and okay. all this shit went down. And you can, but I had no idea what was happening. I mean, he should not have been. He should not have been pitched to. First of all, that's the Met fans' gripe with our coach. It's just like, what are you doing? Was it? You know, like, I mean, obviously, first base was open. How many outs? First base open, two, two outs. outs. Yeah. Bomb, bomb, and as he get round second, he says to Lindor, you know. Like, you should keep your mouth shut with that shit. You know, don't do not do that in public. And then here comes Lindor's bodyguard, Baez. And they're yelling at Stanton as he goes. Stanton, like, stopped his home run try. Right, right. Which right? is, yes. you don't right? see that very often, right? I no, mean, you don't. I don't never. think I've ever seen that yeah. before. And uh, then the, the bench is clear. And you got Gardner doing the thumbs down thing, <laughs> which was funny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Anyway, bench is clear. Nothing happens. The funniest thing, I saw one of the funniest things on Twitter. Somebody said, um, 
I always wonder what the bullpen pitchers think they're going to do when they come out. <laughs> they, they run all that way. Yeah, they run all that way, but they're not. They're not booking it either. They know, you know, oh, yeah, they are just. They're just trotting slow trot. Slow trot. It's their effort. They're making an effort. It's not a legitimate effort, but they just hope by the time they get there that it's all been washed out. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Maybe I'll just grab the outskirts, the guys on the outskirts. Well, no, they uh, just grab the other bullpen guys and be like, you cool, dude? Yeah, we're cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fans throwing shit on you too? Yeah, us too. Um, so then, so that was top seven. So bottom eight, Lindor homers for the third time. Oh, they shit. Win eight, I didn't know seven. that. Yeah, amazing. I can't believe. Like, That's amazing. So I, that was a long-winded way of summing this up. But if you didn't see anything on it, go check out some highlights. It really was it was electric. It was it was an electric weekend, and that really capped it off. And where, where you ha- you go into a series with two teams, and everyone's just like, "Who cares? They both stink. The Mets aren't making it. The Yankees are blowing it." To by Sunday night, I'm as into the sport as I've been since April. So um, that's cool. Two out of three, we beat them four out of six this year. That is always always a positive i don't think we've beat we've won the season series from the yankees in eight years so um if nothing else it's kind of like i always say if the dolphins go two and 14 and they beat the jets twice it's a successful season well this is a successful season to me because we've handled the yankees so you gotta as a fan there are those parts of competition that are important you know to yeah come out on top that's that's awesome no fired up now they're losing tonight and just you know knocks you back down to where you're really supposed to be but it was it was a lot of fun yeah and that's i mean meaningful baseball as we talked about i mean meaningful baseball in september is is the best and that's what i've been in my wisdom of telling my son what you know what's important and what's not as i say september baseball when it matters is the best the best yes the the best. best So where so do you, football. yeah, but where do you, so where do you land right now? Like where are the Mets? Can we get a, a picture of, of your current status? I mean, you guys in the playoffs, you guys not in the playoffs, not in the, not in the playoffs. Division's probably gone. We're five out in the division. And as far as the, we're actually closer in the wild card. We're three out in the wild card, but we'd have to jump Philly and the Cardinals and the Reds and the Padres, so it's, it's tough, right? It's, it's tough. tough, but we're, we've got three against St. Louis and then three against Philly. So, you know, take care of business here. Two out of three, two out of three. There, there's a chance that we're in it. We're very, very close, but we're, we're already losing game one to the Cardinals. It's it's not to be. They they're they're too anemic. It's it, they'll get to it, but now they're kill. Oh my God, five nothing Cardinals. So that's over. <laughs> so yeah, right uh, now we've got the Giants, the my, Brewers. My World Series happened last night. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Giants, Brewers, Braves leading the divisions. Dodgers and Reds currently sitting at the wild cards, but the Padres, Cardinals, Phillies, and then the Mets. Uh, those are the only, and everybody else is out. I mean, Rockies, Cubs, everybody's done. Uh, as far as the American League goes, the Rays, who my Tigers took two of three from. Thank you very much. We get killed uh, tonight by the Blues. Blue Jays are the hottest team in baseball. Swept yeah. the Yankees. They're winning again tonight. And yeah, currently Yankees are out of the playoffs. It's Rays, Astros, White Sox, 
And then the Red Sox and the Jays in the wild card with the Yankees, the Mariners, and the Athletics uh, on the outside looking in. Everybody's hero, the uh, Los Angeles Angels, are essentially done for. And then there's everybody else. So not a, a little bit of baseball to, to go on. Uh, I was texting with you, TM. Uh, Miggy is trying to get to 3,000 hits this season, but I don't think it's going to happen. They've got 20 or fewer 20, 19, 18 games left with he's got 27 hits to go. So not uh, impossible, but that's pretty it's pretty tough. He'd have to Yeah, he's gonna have a couple four for fours. Yeah. Although he did on Saturday, he had um had had hits in nine straight at bats. Which is crazy. Whoa. Yeah. Dang. Nine straight. And uh he's batting about four hundred in the last three weeks. So he's killing it, but you know, he's old and doesn't matter. But the Tigers are fun, man. They're really fun to watch. They got a lot of young kids, a lot of young pitchers. And, you know, they're sitting here. They're about, I don't know, eight games under 500. They're third in the division. It just, it it means a lot because it means that the organization will start spending a little money. And I think our last three first and second round picks are all still in the minors. And so Torkelson, who is this huge, uh, oh, I want to, I want to say, I want to say recruit. My brain is stuck on college football, but uh, prospect, um, yes. sitting down there just mashing the ball, and they decided not to bring him up, which I'm okay with. He'll get his start next spring, and we'll be all about it. So my question is, will Cabrera play next year? Yeah, he's got two or three more years on his contract, which is fucking insane. <laughs> like making thirty million dollars, and he'll want to. I mean, he'll he's got to get to three thousand, right? He just hit his five hundredth and home run, and he'll want to get to six hundred hit or six hundred. He'll want to get to three thousand hits for sure. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he's he's been playing pretty well. I mean, just as a DH, I could see him just doing the uh, Pujols route and maybe playing for a year or two here and then maybe just maybe to get to 600 home runs. It's probably going to take him another five years, though, you know, hitting 20. Now he's not going to get. He's got 502 now. There's no way he gets I don't, to 600. I don't, think, I don't no. think he will either. There's no way. There's no but way. But he'll definitely get to 3,000, and then he'll have to make a decision. Never say never, man. Steroids could come back. No, stop. He's like 40. <laughs> he's 38 years old. He's not going to hit. He's not going to go 40, 40. And how old are you, you know? TM? Just kidding. All right. Uh, is that the conversation <laughs> you want to have? Yes, I'm older than him. And I can't do anything he can do physically. <laughs> Shut up. By the way, I'm turning 40 in two months. How terrible is that? <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> All right. Let's get, let's get into this real quick. Oh. College Roundup. PJ will break it down. Just give him time. College Roundup. TM ain't got no fucking clue. He went D3. Shit. 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 I don't really want to say anything because not much mm-hmm. has happened. We're two weeks in. A lot of bullshit games. But as yes. I said in the opener... Ohio State sucks. 
and Notre Dame really sucks. Yes, thank you. Okay, Notre Dame <laughs> is the first team this year to be put on my list. And that is the list of never bet on. Well, you because know. Because they suck. Dude, up 18 in the fourth quarter against uh, Florida State. Have to beat them in overtime. And then last weekend, uh, they they had to score on the final drive in the final minute to beat Toledo. Yeah, and Toledo, like, blew that game. They could have run out the clock. And Toledo should have won. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask, though? All right. Forget my gambling. I'm just – college football, you can make a lot of money, or you can be really stupid. You know where I stand. <laughs> like, but is it it's, – it's Brian Kelly, right? He's a yeah. – Chip Kelly? Who's the yep. – co- yeah. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly, yeah. Brian Kelly. Is it him? Because how do you blow 18-point leads? Like, he makes stupid decisions. He, I, I don't know. I think it, there's something with him. I really uh, do. I think that Notre Dame has lost some luster – Obviously, and and coming from somebody whose program is in the same boat a little bit, you know, there's there's just there are two there's too many there's too much money in college football now. There are too many programs that can offer more than nostalgia, right? I mean, Notre Dame forever. It was you know it's the Rudy, it's the Golden Domer. I mean, they are a premier. NCAA, I shouldn't even say that with them because I don't think they participate, but college football program. And then all of a sudden you get teams like Alabama and Oregon and uh, Florida and, and LSU and Texas. I mean, all of these schools that have now become football powerhouses that have the money to put behind it. The kids these days. Rutgers, Rutgers, exactly. They, they don't care. Exactly. They don't care about the nostalgia anymore. They care about what you're going to offer as far as their ability to make it to the league and what you're going to offer when they're at the school. And I don't know that Notre Dame does that. I don't know that they spend that kind of money that all these other schools do. Yeah. My, because they rely on the nostalgia and the mystique, which is just not. Okay. My first college football experience in my life as a kid um, I got a Notre Dame sweatshirt. I didn't ask for it. It was just kind of like, all right, that's cool. I, I could be into this. They had a big game against Colorado. And we I remember we were in our Pocono house, and I sat down by myself, and I'm like, all right, let's go to Notre Dame. I'm going to watch this. I was probably, you know, 10. Yep. Colorado killed them. And it was in Colorado and it was just nauseating to watch from a Notre Dame fan's perspective because I'm sitting there going, why do I like this team? Look at how much fun these kids are having. <laughs> Look at this team <laughs> kicking Notre Dame's ass. And I don't think I watched college football for like 20 years after that. I was just like, well, this sport's stupid. But uh, yeah, it, it, I, don't, I don't know if they've ever been good is kind of the point I was trying to get to at that. They're always, they always hang around like, why are they ranked top 10? Who... Uh, the rankings, I know they change constantly all season, and I know this is first, second week overreaction, but I mean, at the same time, like, what are you ranking this team top 10 for? And at what point can we all realize that it's top five and then who cares? Oh, I, I mean, early and in I think the season, we've, we've talked about that a hundred times, but yeah, we've talked about it. I mean, Alabama, Alabama covered first week, first half spread again. That's. That's However the many bet. games they That's played the last bet. year in a row, plus one. 
Um, That's the bet. So, and if you want to bet on college bet on football, just bet take Notre Dame first half. This I'm no, sorry, Alabama. excuse me. Don't Jeez. take Notre Dame. <laughs> take Alabama first half against Florida this weekend. Doesn't matter what the number is, just take it. They've got like 18 straight. And uh, there, there you go, That's college roundup. Round We'll get we'll get in more to it as the uh, season progresses here. Although yeah, we did, just, I mean there were anyway, some Oregon good games beating, over the last. Oregon number twelve beating number three was the big was the big game this weekend. And who won? Iowa State or Iowa? I think it was Iowa State won, right? No, I think Iowa won. I don't know actually. No, sportscast roundup. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, let's move on to uh, be or what we're going to do next. <laughs> let's get off college. I'm like like scrambling. Who won the game? Who won? Who won? Uh, all right, so we Iowa are won, going to right. do. We're going to introduce now. TM, are you ready for the new segment? Sure, sure. I've you got sure. mine ready. All right, here we go. This new sounds, segment coming, everybody. This sounder is terrible. <laughs> I think you're alone. I like it. My wife hated it. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. I don't I don't know if you can hear or have any idea what the segment is, but never change it ever. It's amazing. Okay. Amazing. You just you just nailed it. That's the point of the sounder. What the fuck is they what are they saying in that song? So that's why you're not supposed to understand what I'm saying. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, Tim, you take it away. All right. Winners and losers, right? We get um Basically, every week, let's just, I'm going to pick a winner and a loser. Uh, it could be from any sport. Anything, um, really. I mean, any any sports-related yeah, thing yeah, to happen over the weekend, right? Drop your documentary as the winner or something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but we encourage you guys to call in. I know a lot of you call already, but call in. You know, if you don't have a reason to call in, call in, give us your winners and losers of the weekend. Just, yeah, the guys, well, the, yeah. The, the people, the teams, the anything that, that, you give them a thumbs up. They're they're you know the champ of the weekend, winner, and then somebody who just you and I, how did you put it, TM? I mean, you, essentially, the just the people that just you want to kill, or the people that you want to give a, a high five to. Anything, anything, it yeah. doesn't matter. We might change the name, yeah, because we're we know several other sports shows do stuff similar to this, but uh, I just had to record that sounder. I don't know why I was amazing. so stupid, but it's I amazing. love it. Um, amazing. But I'll go first here. My winner of the week, it's something we've already talked about, but I think it's such a huge deal to me and to the uh, Met fan base. So my big winner of the week is Francisco Lindor. Um, he's really been. His numbers have actually been pretty incredible since May, but I wouldn't go back that far and start dropping shit like that because he's still been extremely frustrating as a Met until September, and his September is off the charts. And they're calling Sunday night against the Yankees the Lindor game. Um, I don't think he's endeared himself to Met fans to the point of where he's like had that Met moment, but this is the closest thing he's had to it. And it's, I mean, in this area for Met fans, that was a big deal. I mean, three, not just three homers, but three clutch, all three home runs took the lead in the game. I mean, it's just unbelievable. 
And uh, so for, for that reason, he is my big winner. Ow, ow, ow. Feeling Love good. it. Perfect. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm really happy on white wine right now. And then uh, my big loser of the week. And this could be the big loser of every week. And that's what I'm going to try to do here is focus on this guy. Oh, my God. My and now big he's dead. loser. <laughs> Chad C. Oh. Chad C. Administrator of on Binge Media has his own show, Binge Views. He's a guest often on the Binge Cast. And uh, here you go, Chad C. This is why I'm going to give you the Biggest Loser Award for week one of our Big Loser show. And this is why I'm going to read a stat line here to you. Ten attempts, 26 yards. Three targets, one reception for one yard. Do you know who that is? That, Sir PJ, is Mr. Saquon Barkley of the New York Giants. I have been telling Chad now since our league draft, the Binge Fantasy League draft, it is the worst pick he could have ever made. Saquon Barkley is the worst own of all time. I believe you and I both have had that experience. Fuck yeah. And he just loves to throw me stats. Actually, he doesn't have any stats. He just tells me how many games he's played each year. And uh, sorry, Chad. You're 0 for 1, buddy. And I think this trend's going to continue. And I am going to do my best to harp on it every single week of this NFL season. A, because it's fun to bust your balls. You never call in. So why don't you call in and defend yourself? And B, Saquon sucks. And so do the Giants. And I know it because I live in the stadium backyard. Another worst. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> I love it. Love you, Chad, but uh, he blows. Okay. All right. So I – this was dropped on me pre-show. So oh, I'm gonna, so many excuses. You sound like Chad. No, I've got – listen, no. I'm, I'm just saying mine is going to be NFL-based. As we said, doesn't have to be NFL-based, but – I am going to pull out the two things that are maybe nearest and dearest to my heart. And for my winner this week, oh, Saquon on the TV. My winner this week is going to be none other than Matthew Stafford. Oh, baby. Because Matt Stafford essentially took out his giant sack and put it right on the forehead of the Ford family and said, yeah, you see, you see, you see. Because highest passer rating of his career with a team that isn't full of a bunch of degenerates. I mean, it's not like the Bears are the worst team in the league. They're not the worst defense. Definitely not. And he just said, hey, look what I can do. You ever watch Mad TV with Stewart? Look what I can do. Boop. So Matt Stafford gets my vote. I hope they lose the rest of the games because fuck him. But he was a winner this weekend. And thank you for beating the Bears because now my Lions are still in first place in the NFC North. <laughs> On that, I will come back to the biggest loser of the week and it's my boy Aaron Rodgers 
Are you fucking kidding? Oh, baby. Like 38 to 3? Like, did you even try? Did you even try? I didn't get an opportunity to turn the game on. Go cut your hair. Like, what what is happening? And I, I couldn't be happier. But you look like a bum. Nobody cares. Like, I think... And and this is kind of why he gets my loser vote. Is Ooh, I think zone. Oh, Jacob. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. Continue. That That's was right. a nice run, though. That's Go right. ahead. That's right. Yeah. They. I think Rogers thinks that people care, but I think that most people are essentially done with Rogers. Except Packers fans, of course. But like nobody cares. Like he's just a loser. So, that's it. Rogers, okay. you get my my loser vote, and we will uh, we'll talk about more more on those. No, 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 no. Okay, first of all, look at the text that I'm sending you. Oh boy. And and then second of all, I don't want to wait. I want to have this conversation right now, real sure. quick. Because I don't think all we right. need to spend too much time on it. But okay, what is going on here? Okay, so on the surface, we have the the his professional performance, right? The NFL, his career. So last year you have that disastrous loss at home in the playoffs where they kicked the field goal when they're down, was it eight, Eight. right? To make it five. He had a clear path to the end zone on two drives from like the 10 yard line goal to go. Didn't run it and blah, blah, blah. So they lose that game. So then, there's a lot of negativity in the media right there, okay? Then he proceeds to – it either went one of two ways here. First, it was Jeopardy, and then he didn't give a shit about playing for the Packers and didn't want to play anymore or vice versa. Either way, you have that. So you have the contract dispute or him saying that he wants out. kind of, And that was like the whole reaction after the Super Bowl and every – you know, same thing with Russell Wilson – Oh, I, I don't get my way. I want to leave and go to another team and win like Tom Brady did. That whole jealousy of Tom Brady thing. Yep. Then he does the golf uh, challenge with Brady and Bryson yep. Duchambeau. And they perfectly paired. And, yeah, and the long hair and like just the way he looks and he's married. Now, who is it? Uh, what's his wife's name? Uh, Shailene Woodley or what's her name? Shailene Woodley, Woodley? right. Yeah. Okay. Off in Costa so, Rica, yeah, like this hippie vibe, like thing. Yeah, yeah. My buddy was sending me text about it earlier. Did you see the text I sent you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. buddy sent that to me, and he's like, "What? He goes, what is the deal at Rogers? This whole don't give a shit, like carefree Zen attitude." And I'm just like, I, I don't know anything about that, but he looks horrible. Yeah. So yeah. here's a thing. I'm going to put a hypothesis out because it's only week one. This can be a complete week one overreaction. I mean, you and I picked them both. We both picked them to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I, I'm, right? and I, and listen, I'm just, I'm just putting them out there as the week one loser because it's getting reactions like TM's giving right now. Yeah. 100%. I don't necessarily think that this will continue, but. Please proceed. I want to have this. I want to have this week one overreaction because I think there's something else going on here. Like, how do you, how do you, 38, it's not like you were in the Superdome. You're at a neutral site. Yeah. 38 to three. You didn't score a touchdown. Now, 
I am an owner of Devontae Adams in at least two fantasy leagues, so I am very upset about that. That is a number one pick in both leagues. Um, but I, I just don't understand it. I, I heard a guy give his opinion on sports radio this morning, and he just said, the, he goes, I'm not trying to, it's, he's kind of saying the same thing we're saying. I'm not trying to overreact to the first week. But the Packers are an extremely flawed team, and there will be some significant regression this year. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Whoa. We we can look at the <laughs> NFC North and say, unfortunately, there's really nobody that's going to step up and maybe unseed them. But if you guys or the Vikings could get your shit together in any semblance of a way, it could be 10 wins to win the division. Or less. Ten. Jeez. I mean, I mean, don't please don't lump my team with that. And we'll get into my team. Why? Your coach there. said you could win the division. Yeah. Or Jared Goff said you could win the division. Okay. Okay. Did you know that Derek Carr and Coach Gruden are neighbors? All right. Let's get to BSV. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's just get, let's do that. We'll get, get into a, those games a little bit more. Sounder. The best one, the, maybe the best one you've ever made, TM. Maybe the best. I got one. another one. There's oh, one more tonight. Oh, shit. It won't be the best, I promise. <laughs> Now, you know, Tim, that is the original sounder with the number in it. Yes, you're right. And the best still. The best still. Nice. 708-316-8822. Call us. Leave a message. Call about whatever the fuck you want. We'll we'll listen to it. I mean, we may not talk about it, but we'll fucking listen to it. Oh, it will be played. We play every voicemail. We do play every voicemail. The binge media plays every received voicemail. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, uh, so this goes back from about a week ago. I think this came. This dropped. After oh no, our, no, don't play this. We don't. We don't play these. <laughs> no, we don't. Play, we don't play those. If you call them a week ago, we don't play those. But yeah, this yeah. dropped uh, after our last show, I think, and it may be a preview for this upcoming weekend, which are the best type of call so let's listen to it sportscast it's been a long time it's Gaudreau here calling in uh, oh shit well about a week out from the nfl season and i wanted to call just to give my quick you know thoughts on my team oh boy and look i need to address jet media and fandom in general i understand the 180 approach of wanting results now but you have to remember how bad this team has been over the past two regimes. And it takes quite a few years and building block seasons to get to where you want to be. 
And you look at the Jets in particular this year, they're starting so many question marks across this entire team. Young, arguably the youngest team in the league when you look at all the starters. Rookie quarterback, rookie coaching staff completely. A ton of two rookie linebackers, corners that have not played more than one season. So you realistically, I don't expect the team to win a lot of games. I think six is being generous. But putting that into perspective, going from two wins to six wins, that's something to build upon. But it's not about the win total this year for me. It's about seeing this team come together. It's about seeing the development of a young quarterback and actually seeing cohesion amongst all these different players that they've drafted. I like Zach Wilson a lot from what I've seen in the preseason, but it's only preseason. I like the pieces they've put on offense around him, but they're still one year away from being, I would say, a viable playoff outlier. But what? the good news is, what? One year? Joe Douglas and Rob Sala, they clearly have a blueprint in mind for where they want to go. And that's encouraging for me because the last two regimes have been so terrible. And with two first-round picks next year, two seconds, two-thirds, and three-fourths, they have the draft ammunition needed to completely overhaul this team. So all I want to see is Zach Wilson look like the future of this team at quarterback and people buying into this coaching staff. So that's kind of where I want to be. And I can't wait for week one to be done. So all the puff pieces, because it's the Jets versus the Panthers, Sam Darnold, that debacle. Can't wait for that to be done so people can shut up and move on. It's one game. It's a long season. Anyway, that's my rant. Hope you guys are doing good. Uh, yeah, parenting's awesome. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. <laughs> Did he call again? Nope, that's it. That's it. All right. So, so it's, real, it's real quick. All right. Thanks for calling, Matt. So that's our resident uh, Jet fan, if you will. Also admin on the network. Look, good for you. Good for Zach Wilson. Uh, they actually probably should have won the game yesterday because the Panthers were up 16-0, and you thought that that shit was going to be a romp. And the yes, Jets' sir. D actually hung in there and kept the game close to where they got it to 19-14, which is exactly how it should have been because Vegas had it at minus four, and they know everything. So there you go. There's your five-point win. Darnold had a nice deep ball to Robbie Anderson, but, you know, Darnold didn't look otherworldly. Zach Wilson looked like a rookie. Um, they, I don't think they dumped, they didn't like, I don't know he looked good, but there was a lot of mistakes that, um, the, 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 the guys that were calling the game, unfortunately I had to watch some of this game. The guys that were calling the game were, were really, really hard on Zach Wilson. I think, I mean, I always just say, never forget that Peyton Manning went one and 15. So, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think you can take it's anything totally, yeah. out of a first year. Yeah, it's a totally work in progress. Yes, you're rebuilding. You know, you've got the right attitude, man. Don't change it. Don't, no matter what, if they friggin' beat Miami or they they find themselves miraculously three and four or three and five or three and three or whatever, just don't buy into it, dude. Because you know you're, and, and your comment, you're not a year away from a playoff outlier. I'm sorry, you're just not. Yeah, and you that's, have, that's, not a, yeah. that's not a dig. It's just you were yeah, the worst team in the league. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, essentially, you were a, a game against Jacksonville as being the worst team in the league. It's it's a progression, and I've gone through it. I mean, it goes from 
one win to three to six to playoffs. I mean, that's the progression. So you hopefully, are hopefully, yeah. You if could, you're lucky, you could be eight and eight, nine, seven and nine to nine and seven for a decade, like the Dolphins yeah. were. But you have yes. the draft picks. Those guys take time, and and that's it. That's it. Yeah, but he's got the right. You know, good for him for having the right attitude. Because he even was texting me after the game, saying that they're like on. You know, and again, the internet. You know, the internet kind of has to go away. But these people <laughs> on social media with their opinions. But he said Jet fans are like on the ledge flipping out because they lost. It's like, see, that's that's the wrong attitude. Well, now, I mean, Goudreau, you did call in like eight times last year with that same mentality. Half in the first half of the season, and then you finally threw in the towel. But yeah, but I'll I'll, I'll I'll hashtag Adam Gase there, and and there's there's no <laughs> way not to be frustrated when that man is in in your building. It's yes. just. Keep the confidence up. Enjoy watching the young players progress. Just don't, like TM said, don't buy in to any false hope. He did look good, it. though. He good. all all the rookies look good. Like he looked good. Zach Jones looked good, or Mac, Mac Jones, Mac excuse Jones. me. Yeah, he's irrelevant. <laughs> they lost, and uh, Lawrence Tua looked yeah. good too. I think so. Oh, yeah, I want to we'll get to that, that game. That. Yeah, right. we'll get to that game. So. All right, Next Matt, thanks caller. for calling. Keep in touch, bro. Next caller. Here we go. What's up, Binge Sportscast? It's your boy, Art from Cali, calling in. With, I'm sure you're going to get an overabundance of fucking calls about week one. NFL disappointments. The Bills are who we thought they are. They suck. <laughs> oh. And all these other teams. I'm calling you early, early Sunday afternoon, so I just know the Bills suck already. Uh, anyways, I'm not calling here for fucking hot nfl one week tips you got to do by the way <laughs> he's fired up oh, never mind sorry i interrupted never mind we're gonna go no 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 you got- no 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 i i made a mistake it's all right here we go anyways i'm not calling here for fucking hot nfl one week tips you got to do to do you got Phil, uh, my man uh uh down there mr lear eric biotic might call in fucking uh matt crudeau is uh very worrying and suicidal calls that uh, I hope someone's around him when he makes his fucking call because he sounds like he's going to fucking split his wrist. I'm not calling for that oh, shit. I'm calling to see if you guys saw the abortion that was the fucking thriller boxing Whoa. fight with Vitor Belfort and 58, 58, 5, 8 years old Evander Holyfield. Holy shit. Uh, just a little backdrop. This was supposed to be Vitor Belfort, former uh, UFC champ. Uh, versus Oscar De La Hoya, which, you know, it, it was going to be an entertaining fight. So I'm kind of curious what your thoughts on this. Did, first of all, did you watch it? What was your attraction to it? I know you guys, my man PJ, he's more of a, he's been down with uh, combat sports, uh, MMA from the early on. So he has more of an understanding. And uh, my man TM, as much as I love him, he would be what they would refer to as a filthy casual fan. So he just knows, like, you know, you, I'm sure you know, like, the top names. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not your bag. But I wonder what... Uh, interest level did you have for this? Have you guys caught any of the Paul fights? Uh, and I'm just curious what you guys thought. I mean, this was, they had Vitor Belfort versus Evander Holyfield, 58 years old. Evander Holyfield lasted half a round. Uh, then for the co-main, which I thought that was intriguing for me, was Anderson Silva, UFC champ, former UFC champ, Tito Ortiz, fighting. And that one, uh, 
It lasted two, two minutes and 15 seconds. Fucking Anderson Silva looked like he was the Matrix. And shut up, the hunting people, bad boys. I'm curious what your guys' thoughts on it. Uh, I know you guys don't like, uh, I think they're trying to make entertaining sideshow, freak show fights. Curious what your thoughts on it. I don't pay for none of this shit, so don't worry about that. I'm not paying for it. Just curious what you guys thought. Uh, can't wait for the sports cast to be back. See you later. Right, All right, I so- didn't know Evander Holyfield was fighting, but sounds like that was a joke. So was it an exhibition? Because I know they've done those. Like, didn't Tyson do a you know quote unquote exhibition or so? I don't know. Dude, I am so I'm so removed from any of that. I can keep up with some of the top MMA, you know, title fights and all that, but. I mean, him talking about Anderson Silva and okay, I knew Tito that Ortiz, yes. right? That's what, like I know those names. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. they're from fucking fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah, listen, Art, uh, Art, I, you are one hundred percent right. Of course, I'm casual. I'm actually less than casual. Okay, I only watch the events that Conor McGregor fights in because I sell his whiskey. Okay, but that being said, watching the last two Conor fights. The dude that pounded him, I want to see where that guy's career goes. So I do now have somewhat of an interest. But do me a favor. Call in, you know, set us up a couple weeks or so in advance so we know what we're looking for. Because I just don't have the wherewithal to keep up with another sport right now. I mean, you know. But I would watch. I mean, Saturday night when, you know, like the night's over, that shit's just kind of getting started. So I would absolutely be into and I don't pay for it either so I would actually be into checking stuff out for the show because I don't I used to always like talk shit on MMA and didn't want to see dudes like you know you've heard the sounder but it I'm into it I mean I think that the one dude that beat up on McGregor a couple times I was impressed I was like damn Dustin Poirier yeah 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 so yeah I I agree I agree Art Give us something to watch. If you're trying, yeah, if you want to push, up, yeah. If you want to, if you want to, you know, push the sport or, or or promote the sport, by all means, let us know. Now, I don't have any interest. The, the fact that Vander Holyfield is even fighting, I think I saw a snippet of this on Twitter, and people were bitching because it was on the the anniversary of 9/11 or whatever. Which I don't. That doesn't bother me one way or the other. But I I I. I didn't even know the guy was still walking, let alone fighting. And yeah. is it any surprise to anybody? Like, who would pay for this? I mean, the last time we saw Evander Holyfield, wasn't it like reality television? I don't, I, I don't understand. I, I, I no that's idea. not a draw for me. I, I think that's what PJ's trying to say. I, I don't care about like, I don't have to sit down that Saturday night at twelve thirty in the morning because Evander Holyfield's about to get beat up in thirty seconds. Like, I mean, yeah, that sounds like celebrity deathmatch. Like. Yeah, like that's yeah, something yeah. that that that's on the USA Network or Fox, you know, just Fox like Saturday night celebrity boxing. Like I can't believe that that is an actual thing that people paid for. And I know you guys didn't pay for it, but that's why they do it. It's ridiculous, yeah. terrible. All right, but yeah, Art, call in. Well, I guess that's why they call it MMA. Time on your back should be time spent with dudes. Tickling like children, hugging like lovers, spilling your dude sweat. I want another. 
Hey, what's up, Ben Sportscast? This is your buddy Art from Cali with another edition of Inside the Cage with Art. Bring it back, Art. Inside the Cage with Art. Bring it back, bro. Well, he Preview, did bring it back. Baby. He did bring it back. He called back. Waller! Baller! Sorry, I'm way ahead of you. Tie game, baby. Let's go. Oh, you're, I'm a, you suck, fucker. Who, who is, <laughs> who is, uh, just play the call. All right, here we go. Damn it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Forgot to mention that fucking, the weirdest thing about this fight <laughs> that I should have split off was that former president, love him or hear him, he was the president, Donald Trump, oh, yeah. WWE <laughs> Hall of Famer, and Donald Trump Jr. were on the commentating team for this fucking freak show. So just curious if you have any thoughts on that. On that, have a great show, guys. Later. Is that it? It goes on for two minutes. What happens here? Fuck. Sorry, so sorry. Tr- oh, sorry. No. What was Trump doing? He was there commentating? Yeah. Oh, and you know what? And I had brought up before I said that I saw some tweets about the 9-11 and blah, blah, blah. And that was what it was, was that. So Trump and Donald Trump Jr. had uh, agreed to do like color commentating for it or something. I don't know. Who cares? Fucking whatever. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. Does that surprise anybody that that happened? Yeah. Who, who cares? Next, <laughs> next caller. Next caller. Skip, skip, skip. All right. No uh, politics here. That's right. That's right. What up sports cap? It's your boy, the Duke. And it's, and I'm feeling weak, one. All right, whoa, whoa, whoa. excuse me, I'm kind of losing my voice. <clears throat> got kind of a cold going on. Coaching seventh grade football right now. Got my first game tomorrow. COVID. Uh, on my birthday. <laughs> Hopefully we pull out, pull out a W. But <clears throat> quick review over NFL week one. The Vikings are still in first, and they're also still in last, so that's a good thing. This is just an NFC North review. Um, out of all oh, the games, a lot of shit talking going on. I'm saying chill. Here's what I'll say about the Vikings from my opinion. Obviously, I'm biased, but I like a lot of what I saw. Of course. Uh, the biggest did. problem with the Vikings in the game for us, uh, obviously, I'm going to give you guys the Vikings view because that's what team I got. You know, I'm not going to go over everyone. Uh, I'm not coming into the season all hyped on a big kick return to only walk away with three points and think we're winning the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm just not going to do that. That's not me. Was That's that, a, was that a Bills dig? But uh, here's the deal. Uh, penalties. Penalties killed us. And this isn't like, hey, the refs screwed us. No, we shot ourselves in the foot. Like back, two back, two back, two back, offside. Oh Illegal formation. Back. Oh, just frustrating. Just mental, stupid mistakes. Um, and then we're in it the whole way to have the lead. Shouldn't have lost. Uh, Jamar Chase is legit. Uh, Cincinnati, not bad. We have a lot of new pieces, a lot of things that look good. And I think as this season goes along, okay, I legitimately believe that the Vikings are going to be a team that just gets better and better each week. What's that say how we finish? I don't know. All right? But it's week one, folks. Everybody's freaking out. Everybody thinks Aaron Rodgers is done. I got love for it. I mean, it was hilarious to see, but it's Aaron fucking Rodgers. 
give me three more weeks of that, and then I'm going to have a full hard-on for the rest of the season. But until that happens, it's week one, just like Aaron Rodgers said. It's week one. Come on. So I'll relax, sit back. There's a lot of weird things. Do we think Houston's going to do what they did every week? Ah, uh-uh. let's go. Um, but I'm happy with the Vikings. I think this is going to be a team that gets better and better each and every week. Let's go. Skull Vikings! Alright, before he called Okay, back. wait, wait. Yeah, okay, hold on. He I just want to tell you this right now. I just scrolled through their schedule. Yeah. If I would be generous, okay? Generous. Two and five, three and five, three and six, three and seven, three and eight, three and nine, four and nine, four and ten, five and ten, five and eleven, five and twelve. Six, six and twelve, right? Or I'm off one there. So six, six and eleven. No yeah, shot, Chad. Right. I will write your team off right now. I just don't see it. Okay. Um, and you're I, the same team. I've got already got taste in my mouth that you're the same Vikings team as last year. It's Kirk Cousins, bro. Dude, I, I mean, I, who's who? It, you know, it's like the reason the Green Bay Packers are going to win that division is because Aaron Rodgers, even if the guy doesn't give a shit about football, is still the best quarterback in the division. Hands down. Like, oh, yeah, that's not. And and he even Chad mentioned, you know, it's week one. He doesn't believe that, it, that right, it's right. going to last. Jordan Love is better than most of the quarterbacks. In the right. And that's. <laughs> and I was going to say, Packers. we could go back. And I'll I'll go back four years and pull a Chad call, a Vikings call from four years ago when I'm sure they started two and three. And I like I like what's happening. We're going down the right direction. Everything's you know we got this problem or that problem or it's this guy's hurt or that guy's hurt or penalties. Listen, dude, like say what you want. Say what you want. There's one thing that has been the same on your team, and I dealt with it for 12 years. And I gave I gave Stafford the 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 winner of the week, but there is one thing that your team will never get past, and not your team, I'm saying any team, and that is lackluster quarterback play. I've said it for years. So prove me wrong. Kirk PJ, Cousins, prove us wrong. PJ, here's the last, here's their next four games. At Arizona, home Seattle, home Browns, home Lions. Win. <laughs> <laughs> but still, that could be their first win. Yeah. Sometimes when you look at the calendar – you kind of need to win week one, and yep. they needed that game. They did. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I don't Carol at Carolina, it could be a win. It could be a loss. I, that's not, yeah. Home against not. Dallas could go either way, I guess. And then the next winnable game is Detroit again in December. I mean, they've got Dallas, Baltimore, Chargers, Packers, Niners. Jesus Christ. they got to play... The Steelers, the Rams, the Packers again. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't we got, know. The North this is got not a your tough, year, Chad. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I should have taken the under on them. Yeah, the North has got a tough, a tough uh, slate 
you know, for yeah, their, you got to play the West. Yeah, the you West play the and NFC the West. AFC North or and AFC yeah. North. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, they've got to play. You know, the I don't know were they second last year? Yeah, they had to have been second. You know, in the division. Ooh. So. Uh, but Chad called uh, back. Doing Lamar short. things, right? Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Short, short from uh, Cheddar. Uh, I wanted to add one thing uh, because I know what PJ is going to say. Uh, you got the oh, cousin. Oh boy. He's not the problem. Wait, wait cousin. Uh, you got He's saying cousins. He said PJ is going to say cousins. You got cousins. That's exactly cousin. what he said. He's not the problem, bro. <laughs> oh yes, he is. He is. I mean, maybe he's not the problem. Well, then but what's the problem? He's not he the says, solution. I'm cool with you scoring 27 points a week, but if the, if you can do that, then you have to like. Then it's on your D. But I don't know. Listen. Uh, well, listen. It's week one, right? Move on. That's, that's we'll see. We'll I don't see. want him to stop we'll, calling we'll week see. two. Yeah. Call us back next week. Let us know how Kirk Cousins does. Let's see how we do in Arizona. That's right. That's right. All right. We'll talk about that too. All right. Let's get into it, TM. Let's hear this brand new sounder. That's the one. <laughs> oh, so great. Thank you, TM. Thank there you, you go. It only took five years. <laughs> Thank you. At least it says NFL and it says Roundup. That's all that NFL Roundup. Here we and go. you named it segment. NFL Roundup, so I thought it was just going to be the standard NFL Roundup. Go fuck yourself, no, PJ. No, no, now no. here's a sounder. But this show is actually should have been called NFL Roundup since it started, so... Here you go. Here's your first ever NFL Roundup segment. Yes. And so, let's keep it brief because a couple of these games I don't give a shit about. But there are some that are quite, quite tasty. So where do you want to start? It's I want to hear like three or four games here. Uh, I, I don't know. I want to hear I want to hear about the Bills because that game was okay, going on right, while right, I right. was uh, at Ford Field. And I know you obviously have a vested interest to a certain extent. So let's just start there. Let's start with your your division, the AFC East. Okay. So we talked about the Jets already uh, losing down in Carolina, blah, blah, blah. Work in progress, uh, rebuild. So Pittsburgh at Buffalo, which is a crazy – oh, look, do we have Packers-Lions next Monday night? Yes, we do. Oh, fun. No better way than for Aaron Rodgers to uh, get his season kickstarted than play in the Lions. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Are you going to push us off till Tuesday? Do you have to watch this with family? Uh, I don't know yet. Oh, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll see. Probably not. Probably not, to be honest. I mean, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, this Bills game. So, I I really got to watch the first half because, like I said, my wife took the tablet and the uh, Sunday ticket into the kitchen. And, um, all right, so Chad made the one point I wanted to make. They returned the kick, the, the opening kickoff, probably 70 yards or something, and they only produce a field goal. Oof. So you don't think much of that at the time, right? But it was kind of a red flag if you think about it looking back on this game. But anyway, 
they score, I believe they scored close to the end of the first half. So it's 10-0 Bills going into halftime. Very good defensive game on both sides. Um, you know, Big Ben doesn't look that good. He's missing receivers. Claypool's not catching any balls. Uh, Najee Harris isn't doing much, you know. So you're kind of looking at the game and saying, all right, you know, the Bills are just a little rusty. Now, here's a couple things. Pre-game, Josh Allen comes out to chance of MVP from, you know, 60,000 or whatever. Yep. I mean, they had 50 they had 55,000 in the stands for their final preseason game. When have you ever heard of that before? That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So, all right. So, defensive struggle first half, 10 nothing Bills. Pittsburgh comes out to start the second half and they score right away. So, in in my household, the stress begins. Ooh. Like, heavy. so what's the what's the score at that, to- at that so point? So it's ten six. Ten six. All right. If I'm, th- if I'm looking at this properly, yeah. And then, uh, and then the fine, you know, uh, cheat. Excuse me. Pittsburgh scores seventeen points in the fourth quarter. So, Allen didn't throw any picks, but he had some fumbles. And uh, the way I would sum this up, without trying to talk more on this than I really know because I didn't watch a lot of the second half. I saw (laughs) – I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but I saw a regression in Josh Allen back to 2019. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I get the the shivers. Nope. Nope. I can't hear Okay, good. I thought you were hearing an ad. Um. So, yeah, that, I mean, because I remember, I mean, I've watched the guy's entire career and everybody's excited about him, but he's not sliding when he's supposed to slide and then he's fumbling. And he's trying to force balls into places where it doesn't fit and he's overthrowing receivers. And I'm just kind of like, oh, God. So, I mean, the conversation, again, week one overreaction, but I think the conversation would be the hype because everyone and their mom is on this team right now. And, um, it's the, it's you the know, hype. You didn't, it's you didn't the... win anything. The team hasn't won anything yet, and they don't beat the Chiefs. So until you beat the Chiefs, who are you in the AFC? So that's really getting serious about the conversation. But, yeah, it's it's something to watch. Here's the, the kicker of this whole situation, though. Guess where they are week two? In Miami. First oh, place Miami. Shit. Motherfucker. shit. <laughs> And I will get obnoxious because I am excited. I was going to ask about before we get to your boys, but yeah, with Allen, I mean, it's got it's the contract, right? It's the love. I mean, they are. I I don't know if there's a a more backed team, maybe. I mean, just from fantasy, you know, besides the Chiefs, maybe a more in, highly anticipated uh, season than. That of the the Bills and I I I mean Allen threw the ball fifty times. 50, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other Is thing. That, yeah, I mean fifty. They don't so they don't have a running game, right? I mean I know I asked you pregame. They've got four different running backs, which means they have zero running backs. I mean yes, you've got to well, have a balance. Terry started. Zach, uh, Zach Moss didn't play. That's so, weird. and and the you know. Singletary was a pick by a lot of people in fantasy just for, you know, argument's sake last year, and Zach Moss got the ball a lot. So Moss was apparently a healthy scratch. I didn't understand what was going on there. 
Um, Breda carried four times for four yards. Singletary at 11 for 72. I mean, that's actually not terrible when you throw 51 times. Right. You know, Allen yeah. rushed nine times for 44 yards. So, I don't know. I mean, like, the fa- the points are there fantasy-wise, but they like they just didn't complete drives. They kicked, like, Pittsburgh was kept holding them to field goals. Um, I mean, they had one, two, three, three field goals in the game. I don't know. It's Buffalo scoring 16 points at home. I mean, I think what you got to do here is just kind of chuck, give, give, the, give Pittsburgh some credit. I mean... You know, Pittsburgh's a team to discuss. Roethlisberger's healthy right now. They've got Juju, Najee Harris, Claypool, Deontay Johnson, I don't know, Ebron, if you want to mention that name as far as a tight end is concerned. But the weapons are there, and they've always been a good defensive team. So a lot of people kind of shoo away the Steelers a little bit, but maybe what what we can take out of this game is, look, all right, so the Bills lost week one at home, but maybe they lost to a good team. Yeah, and maybe I, you know, maybe they lost to a team that's going to be an AFC contender. And we talked about it last week or on our previous show. I mean, overtime they were ten and zero, right? The Steelers, right? You know, going into uh, the last stretch of last season, and it's you know, Roethlisberger. Say what you will about him, he's not he's not a bum. You know, I mean, he might be a bum, but he's not. I mean, he's still got a little bit of skill. And then I've watched that punt get blocked 17 to like, what was their punter doing? He's just like taking his sweet ass time. I have no idea what happened there, but. Um, I was upstairs with my son at that point and he heard for the first time coming from the kitchen, a couple words he's never heard before. So <laughs> I didn't see it. I actually still haven't seen the highlight, but I read it, you know, I looked at the phone and said, uh Oh, and, uh, then I carried him downstairs through the kitchen, and I said, "Hey, watch your mouth." <laughs> and she was like, "Sorry," but she was on. Un- she was she was unhappy. So I wish they would have won by twenty, you know, because now they're coming down to Miami. So I don't need that shit. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm, oh well, too bad, right? As so, in 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 the great words of uh, Jerry Seinfeld, that's a shame. Tell me about now. Your Miami Dolphins, because based on the highlights that I saw and the way the game ended and Damian Harris fumbling the ball, it was a little bit closer than you probably wanted to be. But I want to hear about your boy, Tua. I want to hear about Mac Jones a little bit and uh, how you thought that game went. Okay, well, it went kind of how I expected. Um, Hard-fought game. You start with the coaches. It's Belichick, and then it's one of his underlings for how many years so Flores is actually now two and one in Foxborough so hell yeah um boner boner but what I'll say is I I don't think it should have been this close so all right so all right so 10 uh seven nothing Miami seven three there's a there's a call late in the first half where I think his name is Rogers or um Roberts or somebody. All right, so one of our defensive players, he he breaks through the line, and as he's falling forward, he wraps up Mac Jones's ankles and sacks uh, him. And they call roughing the passer. It's the Carson Palmer rule. It's yeah, the Carson Palmer. They were calling it the Brady rule on the on the. It might have been Brady, yeah, but just yeah. yeah. 
Tearing an so, ACL on nothing. Yeah. So, you know, uh, right there, you're like, here it comes, you know. This is going to be the typical Belichick game in New England. They're going to get all the calls, blah, blah, blah. Um, so anyway, Buffalo, excuse me, Pats then score a touchdown. We get three at the end of the half. So it's 10-10 going into halftime. So we got a good battle, right? I will say this. Often in the second half, man, oh, the, there were a lot of penalties that killed the Patriots. And I, like, texted my Dolphin group at one point. I'm like, okay. They're not getting the calls right now. We need to capitalize and win this game, you know. So, of course, I say that. So, whatever. We came out in the second half, went up 17-10, and then we held them to two field goals. So, what I'll say is Mac Jones looked better than a first-game rookie, for sure. But they are definitely – they've got a, they got the reins on them a little. Like, they weren't really letting them go in downfield too much. A lot of short passes. A lot of James White in the game. Which yeah. should tell you something. Aguilar had a lot of short catches, um, but he he's gonna be good. It's sick. Uh, Carrie walks into the living room at one point. She goes, "Oh God, I feel like I'm looking at Brady when when Mac right. Jones is sitting there talking to the O coordinator." I'm like, I completely understand what you mean. Well, yeah, um, he is. He's a he's, pretty, he, he throws I, I, a good ball though. He's a right. smart kid. You know, yeah. he's smart. He's not super mobile. He's got pocket presence, and that's all, you know, that's all Brady. That's all he's ever been. That sounds just like Brady, yeah. And then Sorry. Damian Harris was doing was having a good game, and they didn't throw to Xavier Howard's side the entire the, the entire time. They didn't there's not one it's like Revis. They did not have one target to his side. And he still makes the biggest play of the game by stripping Harris of the yeah, ball. So awesome. that's kind of what that's Dolphins camp today, you know, very excited about that. Howard got his contract. We almost had a huge injury early in the game with our nose tackle. He came back. Um, and then there's Tua. Too many drops for Miami. Uh, I think Tua looked really good considering, you know, just still having to do a wait and see here with the kid in his second year. But he threw a couple rockets to Parker, which is great to see because I don't think Parker had a catch through the in the first half or – you know, maybe one, but he had a couple big downfield catches that really fired me up because, I mean, that guy was supposed to be a star. And then Waddle got his first touchdown. Um, yep, Waddle yards after the catch, he just looks like he can do so much. They just um, need to – and and from the little that I've seen, at least from last year, and, and just they, they, they need to let Tua go a little bit, right? Just let, let, him, let him do his thing. Yeah, you know? I, I I agree. Um, I I think the kid can ball. He can run. Um, he's he's got he's got the talent. Um, it, you know, again, I guess it you have to still call it a work in progress because he you know he's just really back healthy this year and blah blah blah. And there's no Fitzpatrick, so it's his team and blah blah. blah. But um, yeah, so far so good. Again, seventeen sixteen, we won in Foxborough. You know, let's move on. That was an automatic loss every season. So good. Good. Well, congrats. Yep. Great first win in division. It's all you can ask for. And everybody That's else right. lost. Right. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the Chiefs. Uh, I got to watch the Chiefs, the Browns. Uh, was a little surprised when they when I got home from our game that it was 15, was it 15-6 at some point? With yeah, the it was Chiefs 22-10 and and at halftime. And then the 
unforgettable or unforgivable dropped muffed punt attempt by Cleveland's punter. Holy shit. I mean, that is, I mean, no pressure, nothing. Just literally dropped the ball, and that was it, man. Floodgates opened, and they couldn't stop Kansas City. Yeah. Here's what I'll take from this game. I had I had two screens going. So the way the Browns started this, came out and started this game, I was like, in my head, I'm like, oh, boy. I'm like, talk about a team on a mission. They couldn't do anything wrong. Every facet of the game was working. And then they turn, on defense, they turn into the Bengals. And they just start getting some idiotic penalties. You know, and they unraveled as a, as a team, I think, from what I saw. And you don't give a team like the Chiefs any chances. So the Chiefs got plenty of chances. My God, Tyreek Hill. Like, so, the amount of times Mahomes is scrambling out of the pocket, he looks like it's the most broken play ever, and then he just hits Hill 40 yards down the field, and he gets another 20. I just... I Him and Kelsey, dude, I'm telling you. I want to know... So from so to this point, TM, I want to know from Chiefs fans that throw to Hill where Mahomes is rolling out to his right and throws across his body to midfield. And the defender just like kind of loses Hill and Hill's just kind of standing there and just catches the ball. That is not smart quarterback play. It's not good. Like I I'm under the impression or or I think Mahomes is lucky in 50% of his downfield throws and I don't know like that catch that is not a smart throw how does Mahomes get away with it I think it's I what I'm thinking about here and you say that now I just think that it's his hill just gets so much separation because he's just so much faster than everybody else I mean maybe that's it so he can he can break he can find that open space and and book 10 yards before people can turn around is it, yeah, is it that just, quickness he like that, that he spot. can just yeah yeah and and maybe he's got a good eye but and mm-hmm. and then obviously Mahomes has got the arm for it right I mean other quarterbacks maybe they try that and it doesn't get to them right. But it's not good quarterback play, and every and that's happened for the last three years. I mean, I'm not going to take any, anything away from Mahomes. I mean, I think Mahomes is a very good quarterback, but I think at some point one of those at some points one of those throws is going to bite him in the ass. Yeah. Well, you know, too, uh, um, we had Chiefs as a survivor pick, and. Uh, I, I was nervous, like, for a lot of that game. I was just like, oh, God, it just didn't look like their day. And, it, you know, again, the Browns came out to that fast start. But I, I, I had texted my brother, and I'm like, I'm like oh, I don't know about this pick. I, I don't know why I agreed with you with this. And he goes, yeah, you're right, because the, the Chiefs definitely aren't going to score more than 15 points. And I was like, all right, good point. You know, it took a little <laughs> while to get going, but they, you know, they did it. So that seems like that seems like a very ballsy uh, yes, pick, it was because right? I said I, yeah, we have like six picks this year. I'm like three on the Niners, two on the Rams, and we'll take the the Panthers. And he's like, I don't want to put three on anybody. Go Chiefs. I'm like, fine. And then that game started, and I'm like, what? Why did I not discuss this a little further? But it worked out. So, oh, 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 oh! 
Sorry. And that's Edwards. I have him on four benches. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm reacting late because I already saw it. Yeah, yeah. Sick. They're reviewing. Wow. Raiders plus four. Ooh, ooh, I don't know. They're reviewing and the it. Steelers are in first place. Oh, he's down. He's gonna be short. Yeah. They're reviewing it. Yeah, he's gonna be short. By oh, so three give inches. It a Jake, give it a Jacobs. Yeah. yeah all right. Uh, All right. Anyway, um, yeah, let's get that's that's fine. Chiefs are and Browns look good though, but this is they're Cleveland. They're still Cleveland, right? Still yeah. Cleveland. Anything um, else in the AFC? Cardinals. I think the Cardinals, Cardinals. NFC. That was a statement. Yep. Um, because it's funny everybody picks them as fourth in the NFC West. I didn't get a chance to look this up, but has it has there ever been four? Play is it possible to have four playoff teams now with seven teams in? Right, you, there's three wild cards. I mean, I guess it's possible because you only play each other. That would, this twice. would obviously I mean, be it, the first time, but yeah, that everybody would have to split to us. I mean, because yeah, you only play. I mean, you play six in division games. You could lose all six in division games and still be eleven and six. They but no, are, no, 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 no. You can't. I mean, this is we're dumb. You can yeah, have three. You can have four. Because there's only two right. wild card spots. So, oh, there, I thought there's seven teams in again. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't are they doing they seven this year? Team again? I can't remember. I can't I, keep I, track. Is I that baseball so. or football? I, I thought we were going back to the six teams, but I heard somebody say, "All right, I'll look that up." But in the meantime, you could have four teams over 500. How about that? Oh, absolutely. I think they're. I don't know. I think every NFC. Head to head NFC West head to head matchup this season is is like must watch. I yeah, really I do. think I think they they all have the the bright spots and and we talked about uh, the Rams last night a little bit with Stafford. The Rams looked really good, you know. Outside, you know, Stafford aside, I mean, he did things that Goff doesn't do. He throws downfield. He, you know, and with that defense, how. They're going to be a very tough out. Uh, Russell Wilson. Yes, yeah, Seattle had a nice win in Indianapolis. Yeah, they handled uh, you know, their I business. I didn't and, see it, but they took care of business on the road. And and again, another one of those guys. It's you know uh, the the Rogers, uh, you know bullshit. You know wanting yeah, wanting well, to get out. You know or whatever. You know and and I I don't know these guys. All these guys just fucking. Well, they're the they're the they're the one out. I mean, for me, if I had to pick one team that I hope just falls apart, it would absolutely be the Seahawks because you know I love Russell Wilson. Look at Derek Carr, you poor bastard. (laughs) But yeah, no, I I would agree. They're that that team. I'm I'm done with them. They can just be bad. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Packers just a complete egg. Um, We talked about Rodgers and stuff before. Uh, The only other game here. I would say I'd like to hear about from you is just what, you know, Chargers won a weird game. Uh, who cares about Texas Jaguars? So so being at that Niners-Lions game, I mean, I had that eight-and-a-half-point spread in a parlay, which has killed me, but it didn't matter because the Packers were also involved in that parlay, so it didn't matter. But the insanity. Yeah. I mean. And I, I'm not going to – I won't go uh, too overboard with it because it doesn't. It was – what was really weird, TM, is I'm sitting there halfway through. Did and, you want to leave? 
<laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Goff, <laughs> Lions are down 17-10. They've got the ball going into the half and uh, – or going, you know, with two minutes left going into the half, and Goff throws a pick six. And it was just reminiscent of every Lions game I have been to uh. for – the last 10 years everything about this just smelled of lion's stench remember when the jets went in there and just manhandled the lions yes. like darnold's first game right they won like mm-hmm. 38 to 7 that was the was opener like, yeah yeah it was like what like, what what's happening it was exactly the same and then and in that game it did they didn't come back but this type of game has happened so many times not into the extent that it did in this game where um, the Lions came back, were coming back from such a large deficit. But in town here, there used to be, there was a, a saying called, they used to call Matt Stafford, Stat Padford, as in padding his stats, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. As in Stafford got all of his yards at the end of games because the Lions were down by 37 points. And that's exactly what this game was. They made a great comeback. So for those that don't know, the Lions were down 41-17 to with just over two minutes left in the game. They ended up... Oh. God, don't say anything. Just finish your comment. I'm behind. I can't. I can't. Come on, just don't say anything. They are down 41-17. Essentially down 24. I can't even focus on what you're talking about right now. I'm sorry. Is it a pick six? I'm sorry. It's not a pick six. Oh, (laughs) my God. The game we just thought was over. The the Las Vegas Raiders. They're down three and they're, they're... Three inches from the end zone. They try to... to oh, my God. Well, they try to they sneak the, it. The first, they got the false start. Well, they no, they try to sneak it on first down. They couldn't get a yard. Then they get a false start. Then, on second down, it's an incomplete pass. And then on third down, it goes off the wide receiver's head. Off a Raven who's not even looking at the ball. Off his helmet... And then just falls in the lap of another Raven defender. Oh, this is, I feel bad for Raven. This is a Lions type, Lions esque loss. I'm calling it a loss because it's already a loss. Yeah, I mean, Sneed, how do you, you know, what was the ball thrown too hard for you? You're in the end zone. Uh, Oh, boy. All right. I I don't even want to talk. The Lions were down by 24. They Here's scored my the question. first touchdown. Here's my question. How are they converting the two-point conversion? Like, what were the Niners doing? This, they, they were talking about sports radio today. Like, Didn't Trey Lance? Wasn't Trey Lance? Like, what was the whole deal with that? Was it hybrid, like Jack said, or did he just come in because they were up by so many? No, he only played probably five snaps. And they yeah, were doing weird shit, just like they did with Justin Fields. They had a fourth and one call. They brought Trey Lance's first play in the NFL was a fourth and one like wildcat rush. And I don't it, it made no sense. Nothing that they were yeah. doing with him made any sense to me. Um 
But it, like Jack said, they're just slowly integrating him into the offense, I guess. Uh, but the two – I, I don't even – I mean, the Lions are just started throwing the ball. And I, the, the Niners were just they – were, they were already on the plane, man. It was 41-17 with like 2.20 to go. Well, you got to finish out. I know. Cover. Lions scored, Idiots. got a two-point. They're down 16. Kicking onside. Onside kick goes off of Kittle's face mask. Lions recover. Drive down the field. Lions score. Two-point conversion. Lions down by eight. Three timeouts still in their pocket. Kicking onside. Don't get it. And somehow get the ball. Yeah. Third and 15. Because the, the Niners got a penalty. Third and 15. Niners throw a pass over the middle to Debo Samuel. And he uh, fumbles the ball. Lions get the ball back. They drive down about 50 yards and had like a fourth and 10 from their own 26-yard line, and they don't convert. So it doesn't matter. It wasn't that close. It wasn't one of those games that I've been there where my heart was racing. My son loved it. He was like all fired up for it, and it was great. And as I said at the top of the show, without him, I would have left. Because it was, I mean, it was, at some point it was 38 to 10. Yeah. Midway through the third quarter. I'm like, okay. Of course you leave. I was like, can we just go? But he wanted, he got ice cream. Anyway. (laughs) Good for him. This team is not good. They are in the first year of a major rebuild. And there were, you know, there were some highlights. You know, uh, Penny Sewell, our first round draft pick, essentially... I'll say handled in quotes, um, Nick Bosa, and was fine. He, he held his own. Um, and our running backs looked good. Our offensive line looked good in general. They ran the ball pretty well. Defense was fucking terrible. Garrett, Jared Goff, terrible. Just terrible. Uh-huh. That's all I'll say. Terrible. You already knew that. Terrible. 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 So the Lions aren't going to win more than five, four games, four or five. I they'll they'll win, but you you went over the the Vikings schedule before. It's not an easy, it's not an right. easy year, and it's I'm okay right. with it. Exactly. It's okay. I'll go and yeah. enjoy, have fun, drink some beers. <gasps> yeah. Incomplete. 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 All right, so. Check us out. Check out the Facebook page. We're going to post our picks there later this week. I went two and one, lost on the Packers. PJ went one and two, lost on the Colts and the Chiefs because they didn't cover. Wait, don't Um, I don't I push for that? Isn't it a one? Don't I go one one and one? When is it? Wasn't it four? Five and a half, bro. We're going to look this at is, this one, TM. This is, Where, okay, this is here. It. You know what? I'm just going to – okay. Here you go, folks. This is what you call primo content, all right? I'm going to search through my phone. Here's PJ's text to me from Sunday. Give me the Colts plus three, Chiefs minus five and a half, mm. Panthers minus four. <laughs> I thought it was Chiefs minus four. I was so happy. Damn it. And look at this. The Raiders get a turnover. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, everybody call in, give us your, uh, each week, obviously, call in, give us your winners, your losers, um, you know, call us. I want to hear from some thoughts. Bills fans. Yeah. I want to hear from I'll, some No, Chiefs no, and fans. I bet hey, win or lose next week, I want to hear. I want to hear from every fan because nobody 
Nobody but looked Jared, good. Jared, you don't call in when they lose, so. No, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> nope. Nope. All right, let's get out of here, TM. All right. Big, Everybody, big thanks for listening. Let's go Finns. Finns up, baby. That's right. Let's, let's go. Let's go Raiders. Raiders. All right, that's it. We'll see everybody next week. Peace. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm waiting.